Hi, I'm Tashi from Paint by Tashi Jade Bell on Instagram, formerly Teacup of Makeup. And I'm Flora, a beauty brand representative and a makeup artist. And this is the Beauty Business Podcast, where we talk about the business, commercial and legal matters in relation to the multi-billion dollar beauty industry. Hello, Flora, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, good. How's your week been? Oh, it's been action-packed now that like things are rolling. We've been planning for events um, and hiring and quite a few exciting things going on. And what about yourself? Yeah, I, I've been good. I've been busy with um, TVSN's um, Customer Beauty Awards. I was one of their judges for the Influencer Choice Awards, so that kept me busy through the month of June. Where I had to- That's exciting. Yeah, I had to review 35 different products, so it's hard to come up with choosing the winner because all of them were really good products oh. in my in my mind. But yeah, that, that, that's kept me busy and we missed you in the last uh, episode as well because yes. you were away for work. So I'm so yeah. glad that you're back now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, so when does the um, winner get revealed? Oh, uh, when does the winner out- get revealed? <laughs> Uh, they came out on the 6th of uh, July so it's been, okay. they've, they've announced it and then I still need to do some content creation around that but um, yeah there's, there's um, no particular rush but yeah it was interesting because the custom what I chose as the winners was totally different from what the customers chose as the winners. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's because it's a different age group as well. Fair so, enough. Yeah. So um, in today's episode, Flora and I thought it would be nice to get to know Flora a bit more and also learn more about the retail landscape um, here in Australia and overseas to to the extent of Flora's knowledge about it. So, um, Flora, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Just introduce your background. Yes, I've been in the beauty industry for over 17 years and my current role is an area manager. So what that entails every day is completely different. So it could go from, you know, working at home, just doing office work like admin, reporting, organizing trainings to um, actually being in the stores and doing trainings, help merchandising, um, sales, and sometimes even organizing and executing events. Wow, okay. That sounds like quite a handful of um of work to do um it's always different that's what keeps us exciting and um on my toes i guess (laughs) i guess it must be very exciting because um because of uh industry reasons we can't say um where flora works but she does work for a very popular and large international cosmetics brand um so flora how did you first get into retail it actually started with Avon. So I was in high school and I was just looking for a job in the newspapers. Oh, this wow. was before internet was very popular. <laughs> and um, yeah, and I stumbled across this thing called Avon. So I gave it a go. And yeah, after I finished high school, I started traveling with a company. Oh, and okay. yeah, that gave me access to like a lot of different brands from fragrances, skincare, makeup, in um, 
big department stores like David Jones and Myers. So yeah, I did that for a bit. And then I ended up being a counter manager for another brand. And then I got headhunted into this current role. Oh, that's amazing. You must have done fabulously as a counter manager. Well, what with Avon, what did you do? So with Avon, it was like um, kind of like your door-to-door sales. Um, mm-hmm. You, you kind of order your own um, samples and pamphlets and you hand them out to like your family, friends or whoever and they purchase off you, you get the commission off that. Right. And mm. and then with that, you grew with that role and then you became um, a counter manager in one of uh, the to- department stores, is that right? Yes. <clears throat> and and what did that, what, what does that entail? So depending on the brand, like um, with, uh, yeah, so depending on the brand, it's kind of different, but, you know, when you're a counter manager, your focus is definitely KPIs. So like, you know, holding events and making sure that they're successful and really getting that customer loyalty um, and managing staff if like the budget allows that certain counter to have multiple staff. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people management skills and, you know. I, yeah, and- also on-floor sales, merchandising, things like that. So just making sure like, you know, that counter's beautiful and, you know, <laughs> ready for the customers. So almost like a jack of all trades tell you. And and. I mean, I guess to be successful, as successful as you were, because you were headhunted, you must also have a very um, lovely personality as well, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> on a more serious note. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like with being headhunted, it's all about being really passionate about your job and just um, being kind to everyone because you, you don't know who you're going to meet. <laughs> right. So how long were you um, working as a counter manager for? Can can you can you now see um, what the brand is? Yeah, well, so I was with Shiseido for like four to five years, and and they're a wonderful company. Work for beautiful products. Um, I absolutely love their skincare. It's one of the best I've tried. Um, yeah, four to five years um, with Shiseido, and w- did they do any like special training for you, like to teach you all of, all of these skills, or did you have to learn all of these skills by yourself? Well, obviously, it's a lot of it's self taught, but they do do trainings because mm-hmm. um, they have their particular ways. So, for example, when we hold facial events, we have a particular way um, of doing those facial massages, the steps, like they're very particular about it. And um, it depends on the company. Some of them also do makeup training because they want you to create a certain look. So you need to be able to replicate how they do it so that, you know, your customer gets the same look. (laughs) Yeah. So did you enjoy this, this role? Yeah, definitely. It was a, it was like a very big learning experience because a lot of times they don't really train you. You kind of learn as you go. Mm. So now with your new role as um, area manager, I mean, it, must, it sounds very hectic <laughs> and it sounds very hands-on. So it seems almost as if you work seven days a week, do you? No, not really, um, because obviously we need to find a good balance between work and 
play and yeah so that you know you're at your best and you don't get burnt out Mm. um but yeah definitely beforehand when there was um no direct manager above me it was a bit more like a seven days a week because you know there's people reporting to you so you have to answer and yeah there might be things happening which might need your immediate attention so yeah it's definitely always changing as if you're on call 24 hours, yeah. seven days a week. Um, now, you, for somebody to make a, a successful career in in retail, what advice would you have for them? Well, I think it's a lot of like you know passion, because like from what I notice, like a lot of people they find it the work to be very repetitive. So you need to, I guess with all jobs, right, you need to find like, you know, yeah, like a passion for what you do. Mm. Um, but definitely in the beauty industry, there's always new things. So there's it's always exciting. Like there's always something different, something like, you know, new technology, new trends, like, mm. yeah, different things to play with all the time. Did you always think, did you, when growing up, did you always want to be involved in the beauty industry? The funny thing was I actually never considered the beauty industry. I actually have like an honours degree in a Bachelor of Music and um, somehow I just fell into this. Oh, okay. Oh, are you making use of your Bachelor of Music in your hobbies maybe? No. (laughs) No, unfortunately. Oh, that's a shame. But I'm sure the skills where it requires like focus and creativity and um, structure that you've learned from your Bachelor of Music that you can apply to your everyday work. Yeah, I guess definitely that's something that's similar because it's um, like, you know, both fields, it's all about creativity and like that creative outlet. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, I saw on your LinkedIn that you're you were a model. Yeah, I do. I do a bit of that just like for fun, you know, because just to keep things exciting and different. Um, when I'm free or like if I get jobs, sometimes I do do that. Yeah, so you're into fashion as well. Yeah, like I, I'm kind of into everything that's creative. So sometimes, like you know, I've got my little painting things going, or like yeah, sometimes I've seen I that. cook. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, uh, sometimes yeah. I do like little TikTok dances when I was in lockdown. Like, there's always something yeah. different. <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah. So, now with, I know during the pandemic, it was really hard for you because you were stood down from work. How did you cope with that pressure? Um, I actually, this sounds bad because I know a lot of people didn't, like, kind of didn't cope with it well. But for me, it was like, a good time to actually stop and stop and just like really reflect and just, you know, um, find new ways to entertain myself. Cause like I was also locked down in lockdown. So mm. if I, like it was, I think like the first month was fine, but then after a month in, that's when, you know, things felt repetitive and the landscape was very repetitive um, because mm. being stuck in your home kind of thing wasn't, you know, it's not that entertaining. <laughs> you can only clean so much surfaces before you get bored. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I just got creative and just thought of different things to do. So, I, you know, there was painting, there was like... Your TikTok dances. TikTok dances. That, was, that, that kept me entertained for a good few months. <laughs> yeah, that was quite fun, wasn't it? 
Yeah. But now that we're out of pandemic and we're all back in stores and offices, um, Mm-hmm. How how do you feel like have things changed from before the pandemic to what it is now? Definitely, like so before the pan- like um before the pandemic, like things were so different. Nowadays, we can't do like we, especially right after COVID lockdown, mm-hmm. there was a lot of touchless service. Um, mm-hmm. Hygiene was a big thing, so we had to make sure we were on top of hygiene. Um, also, I noticed that there's more like more companies doing virtual consultations. Mm. Also, like, stock delays and um, there's stock issues because, you know, a lot of things get stuck overseas. Um, and also, I How guess... How does like, that process the- work? Like, hmm? when stock gets... When stock is slow, what... what um, I sort of have an idea of why stock is slow is because they have to, like de-sanitize the boats or something? Yes. Is that, yeah. Do you know much about yeah, so that Yeah, that's process? what happens. So, um, based on what I've heard, because I don't work directly with stock, mm. um, I have been told that, you know, it has to get sent to like a bay where everything gets disinfected, everything gets sprayed down, and then it has to sit there for like two weeks before being really? shipped out on the first available flight. Um, wow. And then at one stage, I think flight got very expensive so then it came by boat or ship yeah um, i've heard that too yeah yeah which is slower so you know if your stock is stuck in a port that's obviously going to delay everything else as well well okay that's new mm. challenges and do you see yeah. that sort of easing up a little bit now yeah definitely like um in the last few months definitely i've noticed a massive change like stock has been coming back in now it seems like it's getting better than before. Um, mm. Yeah, and yeah, and definitely after the, you know, well, we're, we're still in the pandemic, but after being out of lockdown, um, we've definitely noticed a trend in the growth of e-commerce. Mm-hmm. So during lockdown, everyone was shopping online, but even afterwards, like, there's still this strong growth in the e-commerce sector. All right. I, I, but are you still, are you seeing more customers coming in store or is it still fairly quiet at the moment well it's it's been on and off so it really depends because in sydney there has been a lot of um you know strikes which and the the bad weather also affects people coming Mm, out and going out it's been so cold lately so there's been a lot of factors um yeah but definitely people are still going into stores because you know as consumers ourselves i don't know about you but i still prefer to you know get it instantly or like you know, touch and play just to make sure, like, I actually want the product or, like, that's the right product for me. Mm-hmm. Like, what are your thoughts? <laughs> for me, I I don't know. I, I actually quite like shopping online. And I think it's because, like, yeah. I know what I like and I know what brands I like. So yeah. I'm, it's usually, um, like a su- successful transaction for me. I rarely get stuff mm. where I, I just, I hate it. So, um, and I also do like my research online anyway <laughs> to look at other reviews to yeah. see what the products are like. So I'm a little bit different. I prefer to, um, and also the times at which I shop are very weird. I might <laughs> shop at like it's 3 a.m. in the right? morning. Yeah. Yeah, nothing is <laughs> yeah, open. So thing is yeah the way and, to 
Yeah, and also because now that Amazon's in is in Australia, you get Amazon Prime yes. where the thing can you come within right a day. Right now. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, and and you can still return them if you want to return them because a lot mm. of these things have like thirty days free returns. So that's, really that, that's definitely changed um, my mode of shopping. It used to be that I would mm. go into stores and have a look around, but now I quite prefer shopping from the comfort of my home. Mm. So with with your um, to let's talk a little bit about your role. I know you, we can't name the company, but um, do you do you often do you get to travel with your role now? Previously, um, it was a lot of more international travel or like mm. um, interstate, but um, mm. with you know. You know, uh, with budget issues, um, we've definitely have reduced that. Um, mm. There's more, just you know, um, traveling interstate. Interstate. Yeah. And how often do you have to travel for your work? I travel daily for work, so um, uh, I visit different stores. So yeah. sometimes I'll visit two to three stores a day, but because our stores are quite far, I mm. like it's not very productive if I just go in there for like. Half, half an hour so like I try to maximize my time when I'm there yeah mm. and what 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 do you normally do when you go to these stores uh well it, it really depends but most of the time I just you know go there merchandise make sure everything's like correct like visually um you know helping out the staff just to make sure the stock's on the floor mm. little things it just depends what um what they really need and you do, like, mm. product training as well, don't you? Yeah, so um, depending on the brands, um, sometimes they launch products four times a year, sometimes less. So whenever we launch new products, we always do trainings with the staff. Mm, with the staff that are on the floor in the stores. Yeah, just to make sure they can give you the best service available because they are on top of the product knowledge. Mm. <laughs> what, what advice do you have for someone who would like to go into retail or who has just started in retail to, you know, get to the position that you are at and create, like, a, a real career out of retail? Well, I guess, like, um, it, it, there's no steps to it. Some people just go in as a part-time or full-time because they previously already have some sort of retail experience. Mm. So, for example, they could have worked at McDonald's before, they could have worked at Woolworths. So um, all that experience that you gain from somewhere else, even though it's not beauty, can be applied. And okay. then you, you learn on the go. So say if you never have any beauty experience, um, I guess the best way to start is maybe watching some YouTube tutorials and just reading some books or going online and doing your research um, mm. and self-teaching yourself, like, you know, a little bit about it. So you're not going in completely blindsided and not knowing anything. <laughs> mm, mm. That's good yeah. advice. Um, and so what are your... Um, I know that the retail landscape has changed, but what are your thoughts on the future of retail? Do you see it being more e-commerce or more of a... Definitely, a I think... It, there's still going to be a mix because I think there's going to be people that like that brick and mortar. And if you're out and about, sometimes you'll definitely grab a few things. <laughs> but um, definitely impulse a rise buying. of... <laughs> yeah, like impulse buying. You know, you might just mm. like be 
waiting for your movie to start and then you walk past like a Mecca or a Sephora and you're like, hey, I'll just check out the, see what's new. And before you know it, you, you come out with a bag of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, e-commerce, definitely more um, AIs and virtual consultations are something that I think is going to happen in the future. Wonderful. So um, just, just to wrap it up, what do you enjoy most about your job? Definitely the traveling aspect. <laughs> but you like the traveling. Okay, good. I like the traveling because it keeps it exciting. Um, yeah, I think if I was stationed in one location all the time, the only good thing about being in one location is that you build a very close relationship with the team members. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you travel a lot, yes, you can still build that relationship, but I find it's not as tight as when you see them daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you do you often catch up with them on the phone if you can't see them in person or via Zoom sessions or...? Probably, probably not via phone or Zoom. Like, um, I probably like um, just see them on Instagram. Or, like, I add them on Instagram, and that way I can keep oh, in yeah. touch with what's happening in their lives as well, without actually having to, you know, um, yeah, you stop like, them on Instagram. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I guess that's what most people do nowadays, right? It's more that fasting where you can keep in touch with your friends without actually having to give them a one-hour call to see. Um, you know, because if you had to do that with everyone, that that's a lot of time. <laughs> it is a lot of time, but I, yeah. I, I do I do like having a phone call with a friend once in a while. Of Just course, or like catching up over brunch or something. But yeah, yeah I, def- I think like Instagram and social media is probably what I do most to keep in touch at the moment. <laughs> so. Having been in retail for this long, can you say that you enjoy working in the retail business and you would recommend it? Um, Well, definitely in the retail business, there's so many different areas you can grow into. So it depends what you're really passionate about. So Mm. if you're into management, definitely Mm. that's a way to go. Um, If you're into stock controller, that's another path you can end up. Um, yeah, there's like it's because with retail, it's so broad. There's so many things you can be doing HR, you can be doing um, eventing or PR. It just really depends on the company and what they can provide. Hmm. And what 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 do you see for yourself? Let's say I'm not sure if you do like the five year goals thing and ten years goal things, but what do you see for yourself in the future? Well, hope to see. That, <laughs> that is actually a really good question because um, we, we, we were actually doing a performance review and that was one of the questions they asked me. And to be honest, like it's very hard because sometimes um, it depends how the company grows as well because obviously mm. I want to grow with the company. Yeah. But it, yeah, like um, I think product development is something that I'm very interested in. So that's something that I probably want to do more research on and just see. Oh, wow. Okay. If that could pop yeah. out, go down. Yeah. So, um, with your interest in product development, do you think you would ever do like a course in something, say, like cosmetic chemistry? Probably not cosmetics chemistry, um, because I'm very bad at science. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. But who knows? Like you know, um, I can always look into it and see. Give if there's like a little short course, I don't mind trying it just to see 
how that but goes because you don't know if you don't yeah. try, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know a few like um, uh, people in similar uh, roles like yours who've mm-hmm. taken on these courses and it seems to have helped them quite a fair bit in their, in their roles. So yeah. that's why I thought I would ask you that question. Yeah, that's a very interesting question. <laughs> but yeah, I'm always up for something different. So um, who knows, like, if they offer me something to try, I'm ready to take it on. <laughs> that's wonderful. So just to wrap it up, just describe what, what you did this day. To- I can give you, like, a summary of it. So today um, I did a bit of office work. So um, it was... Uh, doing an onboarding presentation because we do have people starting so I'll be doing training with them just to make sure they're on top of like you know our guidelines and expectations Mm. um there was also rostering involved for the next month um performance reviews because it's mid-year so we've just been um you know touching base on that yeah. Um, we've also got an event coming up on Thursday, so I've been prepping for that and just packing everything, doing checklists to make sure we're all prepared and ready to go. Um, yeah. Yeah. So do you do? Uh, do you often have events that you have to prep for? It it really depends because there will be months where there's probably two or three events. Like um, in the upcoming months, I have some in store trainings, and we have a press event coming up as well. Then we have um, a new store opening, so we're doing training for that as well. So, okay, yeah, not, not so much on floor yet. Yeah. So with new store openings, are you always there? Yeah, pretty much like ever since we've opened, um, I've done, yeah, all the uh, store opening trainings. That's wonderful. So thank you so much, Flora. I know you've had a very long day and it's been interesting learning about the retail industry and how you got into it and what you do from day to day. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. This was so different. You are our co-host anyway. So next time it'll be your turn to interview me. Yes, I look forward to that. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Feel free to DM us on Instagram at the Beauty Business Podcast if you have any further questions. Yes, do DM us too if you would like us to cover any particular issues. Thank you so much for listening and we look forward to having you on our next episode. Have a great, have a great week, week all. all.